Welcome back to He's Abroad. This is Jason here in Brooklyn, joined as always by John, who's abroad in New Zealand. What's going on, John? Same old same. Not yep. much different. Yeah. Protesters uh, are still I, uh, out there. They're still they're still waving their flags. They're still doing their. They're thing, getting arrested. So. They're getting arrested in Canada. So yeah, but but down here they're uh, they're debating whether or not arrests look good. Like you know, it's a big political thing, right? If you go down there and start start bopping heads, you know that that video lives forever. Yep. And then it's like, oh man, look at how the police treat these people. And then you know, all you have is a guy with a with a baton, bopping some dude over the head. So what do mm-hmm. you do? It's tough. It's a tough position to be in. It sure is. Um. I got a I got a bit of a rude awakening, um, the other day. It, it was, the rude awakening was that hey man you're old and I was like great that's cool <laughs> just now um, you just you just got that <laughs> yeah I mean sometimes you get it um, you know when I say I work for Atari and someone says what's that that's why <laughs> um, but that's fine because of how you know how relevant Atari's been for the last you know however many decades pick um, but I was in the I was at Chacha Matcha, the tea shop, that had the chain of tea, matcha tea places that exist in New York and LA and other places. And I don't know why this came up, but somehow in conversation, I referenced uh, the movie Black Sheep. And they didn't know what I was talking about. And that was fine. I was like, Black Sheep, maybe it was Tommy Boy. It was one of these movies, right? Yes. They all kind of blended together and Chris Farley's meteoric rise. Yeah. Yeah. And they didn't know what I was talking about. Two people working there did not know what I was talking about. I was like, okay, that's fine. And then I said, well, I was like, Chris Farley movies. Do you know, do you know Chris Farley? And they said, who's that? (laughs) And then I said, crap, I'm old. I'm old. And then you realize that movie was like nineties, mid nineties, 96, I think was one of them. And then the other one was within a year of it. So damn man, Chris Farley, he's been dead for well over 20 years now. Yep. And those movies are now, would you consider them classics in the form? And I've used classics in the term that these are the kind of things that you will eventually, you will see on, um, TMC or TCM Turner classic the movie TCM. Yeah. The, no TCM is the one I'm thinking of TCM okay, Turner yeah. classic movies, right? That's yep. the one where you play like these old ass movies where I'm seeing like three different versions of uh anti mame, you know, like that's, I think we're, we're approaching that era for Chris Farley movies. I mean, look, you've, these, what, these kids don't know who they are. What, what's really weird is I like, you know, like people what like John are. Candy. Like people like John oh, Candy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember John Candy? And remember, yeah. I remember when he died. I was like nine or ten, right? And it's the same thing, right? Like, you're like, oh, yeah, Cool Runnings. Is that a classic movie? Like, at the time, it was, you know, it's a movie that you can, it made a bunch of money, right? It didn't cost much to make. But is that a classic? Is Cool Running showing up on Turner Movie Classics? And you'd be like, oh, man, I remember Cool Runnings. You know, we are the Jamaican bobsled team. And what there's was some cool kid going to be like, what yeah. is this? Yeah. It's weird. Eventually it will. Yeah. That's 93. Yeah. That's like weird. My, but is, is, is on demand. Here's the other question. Is the demise or slow or slow death spiral of live TV. Is that killing, not killing, but making movies irrelevant faster than would have other been? Because you would see 
you would have Comedy Central turn it on and then all of a sudden you'd see Uncle Buck. Like that's why when I grew up, like John Candy died. When when how old was I when John Candy died? Because he died in ninety four. Okay, I was six. I didn't yeah. know I wasn't conscious conscious no. of any John Candy vehicle, right? And so that's about it. Maybe cool running, right? But either way, and but I would have been yeah. five. So at that point, I don't know John Candy. I was never at a point where it was relevant to me, but I saw the movies on TV. They were playing in the HBO rotation. Like I said, Comedy Central, they play on network TV. You'd see all these movies, but now... Well, well, the whole idea of stopping on a movie. Like, how many movies have you watched because you're randomly flipping the channel and you're like 20, 30, 50 an hour into a movie and you're like, oh, yeah, I've seen this before. I'm just going to watch the end of it. So like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I forget about this part. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. L- 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 let me just wait for that part in the movie to show up. Oh, even you just end up watching movies. the movie. Even terrible, just like comfort movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So, so like, so like that's that's gonna die. And like that. I mean, look what you just said. I agree a thousand percent. That streaming. I mean, the stuff I even the movies I work on are fairly irrelevant after maybe about three months after they release. Like it just is. Like you kind of work on stuff, and there's so much stuff being produced now. It's it's part of the problem. Like stuff doesn't have lasting and staying power the way that it used to. Like, you know, and this is why there's a big push of from filmmakers specifically to get stuff back in the movie theater, because that becomes an experience, right? Like the experience of seeing Endgame for some people is way better than the movie itself. Just is. Oh, sure. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And and I'm sure and I'm sure people will sit there and watch it. Absolutely. Like a lot of this stuff is about the experience of watching a movie where while streaming has made it easier for you to watch stuff and easier for you to watch the things that maybe you really care about, like, right, specific actors, specific people, specific directors. I really want to watch this movie. Great. But as far as lasting power, like before a movie like Dune would be in the movie theater for six months. And now it's in and out in a month or so. Just is. And it's the same thing with yeah. all of these, like e- even the Spider-Man movie that's broken a bunch of records now. I would say the Marvel stuff tends to last in the movie theater a little longer, but even so, like that stuff kind of kind of comes and goes. Now we're waiting for the next thing. It's just it's it's the nonstop rotation of content. That's a good thing if you're a content creator. It's a, it's a bad thing seeing the time ratio that's spent to create this content to the consumption of it and, and then the dismissal of it. So yeah, you're 100% right. These kids now are not going to be, they're not going to watch Little Giants a thousand times because it comes on every single weekend. And you're just like, well, oh yeah, this part in Little Giants again. Like, again, like it's a, it's, a, it's a movie that no kid under the age of, what, 25 probably even knows what, it, what I'm talking about right now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's concerning. And I, I do wonder if there is a return back. Like I wonder how long it takes for just like Amazon, right? They put bookstores out of business. And then now what do you see? Amazon bookstores, like actual yeah. brick and mortar Amazon bookstores and gr- Amazon grocery stores and all these things that you get online. Hey, you know what? Going into a store is convenient and is necessary when I don't want to wait then to the next day. It's like there is a there is a value to this thing and people enjoy it. I wonder how long it is for Disney to start making deals with because they have enough of this content. Like, why wouldn't you have wouldn't wouldn't take money from Comcast or Cablevision and say, oh yeah, we're gonna have uh, a Disney Plus suite, and that's you're gonna have yeah. a Star Wars channel, a Marvel channel, a kids channel, and it's just gonna loop random stuff on a schedule. Well, and, to be because well, I miss to be that honest, honestly. I that... miss I I like the live I, I I like the live TV stuff. Well, well, but, question for you: What is what is Peacock? 
does Peacock do stuff similar to that, or no, is it just, just that's demand. where they release individual? Yeah, because I, I agree with you, right? I think it's a mixture of you have on demand stuff, which means you can re- replay stuff if you missed it. But for example, like I would say, the television here, the free to air TV in New Zealand, um, that was like TV one, TV two, and three. You can just stream it, right? So you can watch live TV right now. But if you miss it, you can go back and find it. So I watch the news every single night here whenever I want. It's on demand, right? But if I happen to be there at 6 p.m., it's live. So that is kind of what I think is a model that works because I'm actually watching live content. I'm watching your ads. I'm watching, you know, I'm sitting here going through this stuff and it's streamed. I don't have to pay for it. But then if I miss it, I can just go back and and watch. I don't have to record it. I don't have to get a DVR or TiVo, right? TiVo's got to be dead, right? TiVo does not exist anymore. Uh, I'm TiVo exists in something. But like, what the hell's TiVo? Like, what is it? <laughs> it's like integrated into things. But yeah, it still exists. It's still a thing. So yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think that that streaming model, I mean, you even said similar to like, you know, the way that we stream games and stuff now. Like, there's one thing to own it and buy it. And there's another thing just to, you know, log on, play it. You pay some type of fee or something to. Well, this to be is different it because that's it's different. That, but I would say you that, still that's have a model to choose works, a thing. Right? My yeah. my issue, yeah, exactly. So my thing is like, I too much choice, too much democracy. I need a heavy handed totalitarian someone to yeah, curate yeah, yeah. something who's just you. like yeah. gonna who's gonna put stuff in front of me. I'm like, oh yeah, you know what? I do want to watch Ant Man, not because I chose to watch Ant Man, but because you told me, hey, Ant Man's on, and you know what? I want to watch it. Because I enjoy Ant Man, and I was like, "Yeah, you know, I haven't seen that in a while. Let me let me just let it finish out." But if I'm scrolling through a list of thousands of things, I'm spending more time searching for shit than I am watching yeah. it, and that goes for all curation platforms. It's the same yeah. thing with Game Pass, right? Where I'm going through that list so many times, I'll go through the the list multiple times in a week, and that shit did not change during that week. Yeah. Look, so. the same thing with, with music, right? Spotify has the same problem. The thing that's interesting, though, about Spotify is that, like, the idea of radio stations, because that's what it is, right? Like, you, I want, I want to trust someone else's judgment to curate what I listen to, right? I want to listen to new music. I also want to listen to some old stuff that I like or a specific genre. And I'm, I, I wouldn't be surprised if streaming platforms get to the point where I can be like, hey, I'm going to Jason's channel because I trust that Jason has a good taste in movies. And so he just makes a curated, curated list, and I can just sit there and turn it on and go, anytime I go to Jason's channel, I know I'm going to see some action movie that, that I like or that I haven't seen before. I'm surprised that that's not happened as a model, but that means you're taking the control away from from the from, from the Netflix, right? Netflix has to basically allow people to like find their friends. And go wait. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch your channel because I know that you like romantic comedies, and you know I I'm terrible at sure picking do. good romantic comedies, right? So like mm-hmm. it's yeah. that type of thing that at some point will will come to fruition, and it just depends on whether or not that will happen in these big streaming platforms. That's where it needs to happen. It's not gonna happen yeah. through YouTube or these other things. It's gonna happen through Disney Plus. I go to Jason's channel and he shows me stuff. Now here's the other problem. Is TikTok just going to ruin all modern media, long form media? Has. Because, Already has. Already has. I mean, Snapchat yeah. did that as well, right? Like, give me something quick. Like, do something that's, I mean, what is it, Vine, right? Wasn't Vine the thing that kind of started? Like, six second yeah. stories, six whatever seconds. it is. Right? I think you got up to three minutes on TikTok. So TikTok, yeah. If that's the case, people are making the short form content, and that's all people do. It's like, and it's addicting. People spend hours on TikTok. It's the most yeah. engaged with media content i haven't gotten have, on it have yet, you because i'm gonna do it and, and neither have i and some of this is and, and alice who's a user of tiktok said it's it's amazing how good the algorithm is 
mm-hmm. like how yeah. it is designed to keep feeding you stuff that you're interested in. And so she was saying, I'd be really surprised to see what you end up seeing on TikTok versus what I see because it's totally different. And I so that curating, probab- yeah, it'll be Sheba's and pancakes <laughs> and, and matcha, matcha shit. Yeah, yeah. it's to be all those things. Yep. So, mm-hmm. but but that's that's the thing for me is just like I've always I'm again that's how I know I'm old, right? Like I kind of want. I kind of want a little bit of control to curate it myself, or I kind of want to just land on something that I already know exists. Like there's something about a bit of that nostalgia factor or seeing a face or seeing a name and going, oh, this is a D- Denzel's in this. What movie is this? I'm like, oh, yeah, I never saw this. Maybe I'll, it's halfway through, but I'll watch it, whatever. And, yeah. you know, you kind of mindlessly watch it versus now it's like deliberately going onto TikTok or Instagram and following the news that you've already had curated for you. Yeah, like I like the choice of having something on demand, but I also like having the choice of a totalitarian communist regime, you know, but let me like choose to jump back and forth. Let me choose between different regimes, right? I need 400 regimes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And that's the most we're going to talk about the Ukraine on this episode. So great. There you go. uh, Yeah. So I got I look, I saw your story that you sent me. We can talk about it, but I got two fun ones. Let's keep okay. it fun. I'd like to keep it fun. And your article okay. is also very long. <laughs> well, it's not that. I mean, I, I guess I can I can go over very quickly. All right, real quick. You want to talk about that? And then we'll get into some silly shit. Well, it's just interesting because Victoria's Secret has started a campaign where it features the first model with Down syndrome. And mm-hmm. I think it's just showing how brands are very conscious of adding diversity, not just through skin color or through nationality but through, you know, disabilities as well. And it's interesting that a brand that is kind of specifically targeting, you know, you know, supermodels and the traditional thing that's been used to sell your brand now doesn't work the way that being more diverse does. It's just a very interesting switch on something that is very beauty, very intimate based versus like, okay, great. You're selling shoes. Everyone, you should be able to have models of who look like everything to be able to sell shoes. But it's sort of, putting sexuality in front of you of someone who has a disability and it's just interesting so yeah that's uh you should look that up it's uh it's worth a read i found an article on cnn yeah. but there's been a million articles about this so that's that's it that's the story yeah it's interesting it's cool i don't have anything really to comment on anyway cool good stuff good for you victoria secrets get after it get, get some diversity if you want me to slip into any of that lingerie you let me oh, know God. i'll do it oh, give me some money I, I mean, look, it's it's only a matter of time before, you know, mm-hmm. this, you're appealing to everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I would yeah. argue that probably gets you a bit more press than keeping the traditional find a supermodel, put her, you know, use her as a clothes rack to show off your lingerie. Yep. Yeah. All right. Here we go. I got two two options for you. Yeah. We could talk. We could talk about Kanye. Oh, or we boy. could talk about. <laughs> or we could talk about some. You, um, you, you said you had a fun story. Yeah, it's fun. We could talk about Kanye, Kanye or we could. I, I don't we, know if Kanye talk. is fun, man. Kanye is, can be real depressing because I think he's got some. No, no, serious this, this one's going on. this this one's fun. So okay, it's Kanye okay. or a uh, or some esports controversy, controversy, let's do e- controversy, let's do e-sports. controversial. Yeah, yeah. Let's do Kanye <laughs> first, and then let's do okay. esports controversy. All right, here we go. This one is a little long, but I guess it's some backstory, and it's a lot of fun, and it and it hit me personally. So here we go. I'm not even gonna read the headline. Um, I'm just going to jump right into the article. Professional Tekken player, reading from Kotaku. Professional Tekken player Tanukana 
has been booted from Osaka-based esport team Cyclops Athletic Gaming for remarks she made about men's height during a live stream following a recent spate of far more incendiary remarks. You know what? Far more you know incendiary what? than hating on the shorties. You, you know you know what I've Here said. It's, it's one of the last places you can still be discriminatory towards. Mm-hmm. Is people's height. Height, height, height and age. Height and age are the two, and I would even argue age is starting to get a little dicey, right? Age discrimination when you're hiring, mm. et cetera, et cetera. I would say height is the one thing that women, and I'm gonna I'm gonna point the women specifically. Oh yeah, go for it, go you in. Know, I'll give you a pass. Like, like I, well, I'm I'm saying this as someone who's who's over six feet. Yeah, I I'm 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 fighting your battle for you. When yeah, I know that's what I'm saying. I'll, I'll when, take when, it. When 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 women are lines. out here, yeah, yeah. When women are out here saying, oh, you know, I don't care about looks, but you got to be over five eleven, or you got to be over six. Oh. Feet. Yeah, heard that one. Mm-hmm. Like, like really? Like, I, I won't even mm-hmm. talk to you unless you're over six feet. Imagine if you said, "Look, I, I'm not dating a woman who's uh, unless you're under 140." Don't want to talk to you. Uh, you know how much yeah. backlash sure. you'd get. It's yeah. something that you can't control. You can't control. It's, it's one of the things that you absolutely cannot control at all. Period. Yeah. You can control your weight. You can gain weight. You can lose weight. You can stay the same weight. There's ways that you can alter your weight one way or the other. You cannot fix height at all. You can't stre- right. You can't go get surgeries to stretch bones. I mean, you well, can wait. try. Hang you can on. try. But, you can. But yeah, so continue. Because I'm kind of thinking, you know what? It's, it's time for women to start being able to get in trouble for making fun of people's height. <laughs> Here we go. Cyclops Athlete Gaming competes in first-person shooters like PUBG, Call of Duty, and Rainbow Six Siege, as well as fighting games like Tekken. Didn't need that context, but here we are. She has been featured in mainstream Japanese press, including this clip from newspaper Kobe Kobe Shinbun. She was, as Kotaku's Ian Walker previously wrote, a rising star. In February, in a February 15th stream, Tanukana said, quote, Men who are under 170 centimeters, that would be five feet, 6.9 inches, yeah. don't have human rights. And quote, she added, they should, hang on, she added they should look into getting bone lengthening surgery. Wow. According, and then they put in parentheses, according to Healthline, the average height for men in Japan is 170.8 centimeters or five foot, 7.2 inches. As of writing, Kotaku wasn't able to confirm the content of the entire stream. However, in this clip, Tanukana also said people with a cup sized breasts also didn't have human rights. She certainly has seems she certainly has seems to I'm just reading as it's written to have a <laughs> record of saying terrible things. Blog My Game News Flash has dug up earlier comments Tanukana made in a live stream in 2020 in which she apparently told someone during a screen during a stream to kill themselves and that they were the trashiest trash of society. When while the while in the West, some might interpret her remarks as a poor meme or a joke. In Japan, it set off fire firestorm online with people calling it discriminatory. Obviously, you can read it literally as a remark against a group of people, but power dynamics make it a bit more complicated than saying something truly discriminatory about a protected or vulnerable class. In a now oh, deleted t- tweet, yeah. go ahead. I was going to say I'm 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 doing some research as you're reading. Oh, she's. It seems like this hate speech is against everybody. She's one of these people that's gone after yeah, everybody. Yeah. So yeah, continue. Yeah, in a now deleted tweet, which can be seen here. I mean, they keep putting these links here. This is not good for reading out loud. Tanu, Tanu Kana wrote, "Quote: It was pointed out to to my. It was pointed out to my that who the fuck wrote this that my stream contained hate speech." End quote. She added that this was not her intention and that she poorly expressed her love of tall people. 
She poorly expressed her love at 12 p.m. Okay. She did apologize, but it was hardly the kind of formal apology that's become expected in Japan. This made people online even more upset. In Japanese, the word for human rights is jinken, but in gaming parlance, jinken refers to an item or character that all players need to have. On Twitter, a debate has has ensued over whether the slang led to Tanukana's remark. However, the slang used of the term human rights isn't widely known in Japan, and numerous mainstream outlets led with Tanukana's height comment. Uh, there's all this nonsense stuff here. I don't really care. So but anyway, so, we got, so, so, go so ahead. you want to know all the things that that she said in this stream i've got a list i would love to yeah let's okay. hear it i'd love men under great. 170 centimeters aren't human and should get surgery women yep, with bra cup size a are not worth being alive hmm. women over 30 years old have rotten amniotic fluid amniotic I fluid i mean that I mean, sounds like something a scientist would say so she's probably accurate i i mean i'm, I'm gonna look at amniotic i'm assuming i'm not gonna google that oh well, it's just it's just a it's a medical word uh, a tough thin saying. membrane that forms a sac enclosing the embryo or fetus of a mammal bird. Okay, so it's something with reproductive organs. Great. Yep. Sure. Men who mm-hmm. live with their parents aren't human. Okay, bald sure. Bald people mm-hmm. are bald because they were evil in a past life. Oh man, hold on a second. <laughs> let's uh, let's table. Let's let's take a let, let's pull off on the on the side of the road here for a second while we break down this one. This is saying that. All bald now is it you think she means like bald genetically balding people or bald by choice? And then my question is how many famous bald people are genetically versus bald by choice? Oh, there's a lot who are bald by choice because it looks good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Huh. Yeah. I, I would say I would say genetically bald, right? People who have the island. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, Those that's, people. That's rude, right. Oh, yeah. okay. So we're not even talking about not fully yeah, bald. Okay. I think she's saying if you're balding, like if you're not able to fix it, <laughs> that you're evil in a past life. Now, here's the point where I'd meet her halfway, because if you are, <laughs> bear with me, if you can, if you're, because if she's talking about those, now, if you're saying like people with that kind of island and they're or like the reverse yarmulke situation, as I call it as a, as a Jew, then, um, you know, you have, you do have a means to fix it and that's to shave off everything else. Yes. Or to get hair and, plugs, right? There, there's other things that you can try. Yeah, and but that's expensive. It, but yeah, there's a, there's a much expensive. more easy, straightforward way. It'll save you money on shampoo. Because honestly, like if you're one of those people who's torturing yourself with that holding on to whatever you got, then maybe she's right. Yeah. Anyway, I, I digress. Go ahead. Continue. So uh, the LGBTQ community is a gathering of mentally ill people. Wow. Depression and black oh people gosh. can be cured if they giving if they give up being naive. Now that one is the one that's like, wait a minute, I don't know. Black people need to be cured. So yeah, depression and black people can be cured if they give up yeah. being naive. Okay, Let's so the depression part. Yes. So that's only depressed black people. No, it's a depression and black people. Oh, so I don't know what that means. Oh, okay. So it says you can cure not only depression, but you can also cure black people if you end up being naive. If you in na- naivety. <laughs> right this is, this is what she says right this, this is her, See, if, this I, is her if i heard her say that i'd be like can you can, can you, you clarify yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like cured, cured of what like what is yeah. <laughs> what's and the last one on this list are people in low income bracket should not be alive that seems to be her go-to remark is like yeah blank poor, should not be alive alive. yeah or do so not it, have human rights yeah and so Ooh, that is she the woman that we be, met in osaka yeah. is she the woman from africa that was in osaka uh that's is that her might be. 
Might be. I mean, she talked to us. She was, and I was short. She wasn't like, get away from me. I mean, some dude asked me to eat horse. I was just talking about that guy the other day. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, anyways, you know, I, I don't have much sympathy for her, especially if she's going after short men. And most men in, in Japan are under, are very close to this. You know, the average man in Japan only just squeaks above her height requirement of, of, of humanity. So I see why she probably made half of the men in the country very upset. I get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is um, this cut deep as someone who is uh, who's part of the short short community, the short men community. Yeah. yeah, I apparently don't have human rights according to yeah. this woman, um, and I don't I don't really know what to do with this information. But on this list, though, that's it. Though you're good on the rest of it. You don't live with your parents. You're not bald. Mm-hmm. It's true. You don't have depression. Unfortunate. Dude, I you don't, wish. You're I wish not I in a low bald. income bracket. Yeah. So like on, on her list, if you just fix the height and get surgery, you'll be human. Oh, okay. Oh, I got the human rights. Yeah, exactly. You just have to hit over that five, that 170 centimeter mark, and you're good. Yeah. So she's 29. Um, and yeah, I guess. Wait a minute. What? Approximately total winning. She's only won like two thousand dollars from the course. Yeah, that's of what I mean. Years. Like income bracket. Like, mm, like she's not really like, balling. It's not like she's yo, ninja, right? Yeah, what is she doing as a day job where she's just like throwing around all these incendiary remarks where she could just do yeah. that freewheeling? Also, I, maybe she's just trying to, if you can't beat them, join them. Like all of the, I always talk about the guys who are just throwing around anti-Semitic slurs and N-bombs on streams when they hit a certain level of popularity. And it's like, well, why did you, why did you say that now <laughs> or ever? Yeah. Well, it's stuff that I think they probably said before that no one caught i mean look i would argue joe rogan's the same thing right joe rogan said that stuff about black people a very long time ago but you know we bring it up now or he says something now that then brings out all of the things that maybe weren't right before so it's just it's what happens when you get into a new age and you say something and people start to comb through your history so yeah yeah well i guess she's uh she's out Maybe there was an update to this. She's out, and you know what I'd say? I think she's extremely replaceable. So, yeah, there's nothing special I uh, saw in that article that made me think, "Oh man, this is a big loss for for Tekken." (laughs) Tekken would be fine. That's the fun thing about esports, right? It's like how much is it really? This is going to sound messed up, but you know, the actual action is being taken in screen. So, how much of that is really being drawn by the players themselves? I mean, it's it's a lot like the NFL to me. Like the average, the average career of an NFL player is like two and a half years. The average lifespan of a of a streamer, right? Because there's new games that come out. You know, there's sure, you yeah. can kind of be you can kind of become a streamer in an instant just because you you pick up a new game that everyone loves and then you just stream that. So yeah, I would say streamers are one of those classes that I think when you're ninja and you keep up, you know, you build a following and a fan base, absolutely. But this woman, oh, we'll find another one of you. Sorry, yeah. I think here, here's my. Here's my suggestion. If you're going to have a height minimum for men, you also have to provide a health. I, uh, I mean, if you have a height minimum for men, you also have to provide a height minimum for women. You know? Or, or, I think that's or, only you, know what, or you, you know what would sting even, sting even more? Height maximum. That's true. Yeah. yeah. If you got, you can't have one without the other. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think it goes both ways. You go, mm, sorry, if you're over 5'4", mm, no thank you. 
And then women are like, yeah. well, but that's smaller than the average. What do you want? Do you want this, that? And it's like, well, it's just as discriminatory as the other way. And because that's what you get, right? You get six four, you get six four guys with five two women. Because short women want tall men and tall men want short women. And now look at us. Yeah. I I have noticed though, there are I am I'm just gonna pat myself on the back here. I am someone who just kind of has accepted their shortness and well, you can't change it. it. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. But I gotta say, man, I've met some short people who are real assholes. And I'm just yeah. like, guys, are you mad because you're short? Yes. I can help. It's the the Napoleon complex. Right? Exactly. Napoleon yeah. was a short. And Napoleon man. wasn't even I, I'm pretty sure Napoleon wasn't even that short. No, but he was short for the for being. Napoleon you know, was taller those... than me. Napoleon was a was an inch shorter than me. Yeah, I mean an inch taller than me. Sorry, an inch taller. Yeah, just think mm-hmm. now. Inch think tall. what you could do if you had that extra inch. You could conquer the world. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think it would have made a difference. I mean, he might have. He probably even lied about it. Yeah, because who's going to check in that? And he age? probably wore lifts as well, right? Oh, for sure. Without you know, he's always on a horse. So that's true. He's always on a horse. Yeah, he's always on a horse. Yeah, you're only as tall. You're as short as the horse you sit on. Yeah, I think that's what they that's what they said back in the day. All right. Speaking of sitting on horses, let's talk about Kanye. That's not a good uh, transition, but I got nothing else. So here we go. Reading from Engadget.com. Kanye West says Donda T Donda Two will mm-hmm. only be available on his stem player. <laughs> the album won't stream on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, or YouTube platforms. He claims. Uh, okay, I'm going to send you sure. the link to this so you can actually see what this thing looks like. Yeah, I was going to say, That's what weird. is the stim player is my question. Yeah, I, I didn't know until I read this article. Kanye West says fans won't be able to stream his next album on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, or YouTube Music. He plans to release Donda 2 exclusively on his $200 stem player, a portable device that makes it a cinch for users to remix music. Quote, Today, artists get just 12% of the money the industry makes, and quote West, who claimed he rejected a $100 million deal from Apple, wrote on Instagram, quote, it's time to free music from this oppressive system. It's time to take control and build our own, end quote. His fans might not find it easy to listen to Donda 2 legally, however. West said 67,000 units of the stem player are currently available, though another 3,000 are being manufactured every day. The device can be used as a regular music player to listen to music as the artist intended. Those who want to play around with the songs can control the volume on four different tracks or stems. With Donda 2, Wes says users will be able to play just the vocals, drums, bass, or samples, or any combination of those. The stem player also allows users to add effects and create loops they can reverse, speed up, or slow down. Owners can upload the song to the device through the stem player website. Other songs, sorry, to the device. West brought his last album, Donda, to the stem player, but it's available to stream to stream elsewhere, too. As with pretty much everything West says, it's worth taking this announcement with a grain or an entire shaker of salt until he actually releases Donda 2, which appears to have 22 tracks. Even so, it's not impossible to imagine the album winding up on other platforms later. Yeah. You know what? I, at the same time, though, I'm not necessarily like against it. This isn't, I mean, you know, we've got video game exclusives yep. on hardware. Like, I, I don't necessarily think it's a bad idea. I mean, I think it's a bad idea because there's only 67,000 of them. And yeah, to be naive and to be naive to think that your music won't end up on the internet because, you know, you've put it on this device is a little silly. But yeah. Um, I mean, good for him. I mean, I, look, it's the same thing of like exclusively do, putting stuff on iPhones or Android or, you know, I've got no problem with ex- exclusivity and, and scarcity. That doesn't bother me. 
Like, I think it's kind of you deciding, well, is it worth, do I want this enough to buy this $200 thing? And for me, the answer is no. <laughs> so, so yeah. This website is horrendous. I don't know who's, this This website is looks like a scam for, <laughs> yeah. you got to look at this thing. This is, this is nuts. I guess maybe it's supposed to be seen on phones, but even then it's. Well, yeah, you, you, really, you got the dash mobile on that thing. With the link you really me. bad. Oh. oh, it looks real basic. Yeah, yeah. So if I just go to stimplayer.com, it doesn't look at I mean, it's bad though. Like it's not a great website. Um, no. the concept the concept of the uh of this thing is actually pretty cool. Yeah, so I mean, like the concept's not bad. I, I just think it's it's a little naive to think, yeah, the navigation on this website's horrific. Um Yeah, I, I, I just think it's it's one of those things that it looks a little 2010. Like, you know, man, I don't necessarily want to buy I, this little thing. It's not very big either. It's pretty small. No, I don't. I, I What annoys me about this is the if he's using this as an excuse saying and, it, and it's just kind of a publicity stunt, I guess, where he's like only 12 percent sure. of the money goes there. I don't like the feast or famine approach to saying, well, if, if everybody if if I can't get mine with everybody, then we're just going to give it to nobody effectively. Because that's when you're Kanye, sixty seven thousand people is nobody. Yeah, like let's be real. Yeah, and, and that's why for him, it's one thing if you go look. I'm going to release it early on this thing. Yeah, and just like really promote the heck out of this this hardware you're trying to sell. No problem with that. But it's sort of the the sanctimonious. I'm bringing things back to the creators. And it's like, not really. It's like, this stuff will end up on Spotify. Just like, you know, before you could only get Beyonce's album on Tidal because Jay-Z was a part owner of Tidal. And then eventually she wanted to get more money, as you do. And the, and, and, and it ended up everywhere. Just how it works. Yeah. And what do you care about 12%? You're making way more. And you could probably make a deal. <laughs> you really you think you had a $100 million deal from Apple? Sure, why not? I mean, we gave, we, you know, $100 million is, I mean, I know this sounds silly, but it's not much money. <laughs> well, from Crazy, Apple, yeah. Right? I would love $100 million. I could stop working. <laughs> but for a company, for Apple, or for Spotify, or for Netflix, or for anybody else, $100 million is not much. It just isn't. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's part of the problem, I guess, <laughs> that it should be much. But, yeah. All right. Yeah, well, I mean, um, people do it. That's like a collector's edition of a of, of a yeah. Album. Look, I mean, people who really love Kanye, right? Buy his shoes, right? Buy all the quirky stuff he comes out with. Why not buy this? It's only two hundred bucks, right? If you're gonna buy these Yeezy shoes, who's gonna stop you from buying this stem player? Like, whatever. You can be like, hey, I got this crazy stem player that Kanye released. You can have a great story in ten years. God, I can't. I can't wait for somebody to have this. This thing's got a speaker on it too. The moment I see somebody on the train with this, I'm gonna lose my mind. Yeah, because they're gonna be blasting. They're gonna be playing some music. I'm like, Jesus Christ, stop! But it's cool. It's basically like you have uh, every song effectively becomes like frequency or amplitude. That game. Yeah, exactly. Like you can that. tweak the stuff, and yeah, it's cool. again, it's a cool idea. It's just there's only sixty seven thousand of them. So yeah, yeah, that's right. Anyway, uh, yeah, story wise, that's all I got. But you know what? Like I said, I, got, I mean, I'm on a bit of a a bit of a time crunch here because I got to go play some hockey. So uh, yeah, look, and I'm always down with an hour podcast. So yeah, so we could we could jump to some uh, media therapy here. Sure, if, uh, if you want. I don't have a Paul Giamatti game. Okay, if I think of one, I will let you know. But at this moment, I don't. So what you got? So I watched a movie last night. That's that's on the Oscar list, right? So normally this time of year, I try to watch the Oscar movies. Like they're painful, 
for the for the best yeah. picture, right? I try to watch all of them. And so I'll go through the ones that I've watched so far. So I've watched Coda. Coda, I would say, is my favorite movie so far that I've seen out of this list. Um, it's a it's it's a good movie as far as you know. It's a little different, right? It's a it's a child of of deaf adults is what Coda stands for. The teenage girl that has her whole family is deaf, and so it's how she navigates and tries to become. And you know, it's coming of age stories tend to do very well at best pictures and Oscar times, right? Um, so I've seen Coda. I've seen Don't Look Up, the movie that everyone hated that I didn't hate very much. I thought it was fun. Um, I've seen King Richard. I don't think King Richard's going to win. Uh, but I enjoyed it, and that's the that's it from what I've seen from the list until last night where I watched Licorice Pizza. Oh, okay. This the most Oscar Beatty movie I've ever yes. seen a trailer for of all time. This is the most Oscar. What? I can't think of another more Oscar bait movie. And also, given the this cast shows how incestuous Hollywood is. It's gross. Yeah, but I will say I will give them the benefit of the doubt in that. Paul Thomas Anderson, right? That's the guy who made it. Yes, these are all Paul. All Paul Thomas Anderson movies are all the same. So I yes, could say like, are. okay, this is probably a movie this dude wanted to make, but the marketing of it and every way it was presented, I'm like, okay, these guys teed this shit up for Oscars, like that. That's oh, hundred percent. We're gonna, sell, oh, yeah, we're gonna is... sell his movie. This is how we're gonna do it. And you know why this is also Oscar bait? Because the the two stars of this movie, it is their first time appearing anywhere on screen or television. Yeah, but one of them, and I'm sure you're going to get to it. Yes, go that's ahead. what I wanted to say. get to. Yeah, go for it. So, th- so the first one is an actual, she's actually part of a band. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I've never heard of this band before. Her name is Alana Haim. And I guess Haim is the name of the band, right? It's three sisters. Oh, and all three okay. sisters are in this movie. But Alana is the, is the, the star. She's the, the main co-star. Mm-hmm. And the other one is Philip Seymour Hoffman's son. Yes, that's that's Cooper the one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now look, I'll, I'll say this: that kid's a good actor. He's great. Good. That's great for being his first time in a movie. You're like, okay, this kid's got some type of. Perf- uh, okay, <laughs> okay, that makes sense. He's Philip Seymour Hoffman's son, right? Mm-hmm. So, sure. sort of quickly go through the story, right? So, basically, um, Gary Valentine, who is Cooper Hoffman character he's a high schooler and an aspiring actor and i am reading this by the way with endless ambitions around launching his own business alana kane who is the musician alana haim is the is a photographer's assistant who can't seem to get her life started when gary makes overtures to alana on school picture day the two begin a flirtatious relationship wheeling and dealing their way across southern california in the 1970s so I would say that the the biggest reason why this movie probably won't win an oscar is because the the, the pedophilia angle here is is not really touched on in a way that this relationships are inappropriate so in this movie alana is she says she's 25 and then at some point she says she's 28 regardless she's 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 an adult and this kid is 15 oh so and again the relationship i would say for the most part is kind of harmless it she's very aware of just like you're 15 but he's very persistent and he's very big for a 15-year-old, right? He's he's you know, he, he looks like an adult. He looks like he's 18 because he is 18. He's like a man. He's got, he's yeah, got he looks a, like a man. You know, he's got man build. And, and and he's got a very he's got a very Seymour uh a Seymour Philip Hoffman young Philip build. Seymour Hoffman, you could do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. It's 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 a lot of words put together. <laughs> a lot of mm-hmm. names put together. 
So, so look, I mean, th- this movie though, like this movie has Steven Spielberg's daughter in it as well, who's just a random character. It's got oh, Bradley really? Cooper in it. Yeah, she just shows up in it, and then Alice is like, "That's Steven Spielberg's daughter. Why is she in this movie? This movie is the definition of like a friends and family film." Like, this movie was made to just get a bunch of Hollywood people together to have a good time and try to make an Oscar bait movie. Like, that's what yeah, it is. Maybe. Now, the movie's not sure. bad. It's way too long. Sure. Right? But this is one of those movies that's like an art house movie where it's like you don't really know what the story is. And it's more about, like, the the magic of filmmaking and the magic of writing dialogue. And it's not like the story is just all over the place. It's a coming-of-age story. It's just like, hey, here's what this kid's doing, this crazy 15-year-old. Here's how, what he's doing with this 25-year-old woman. And that's kind of the story. If if this thing wins Best Picture, which I don't think it will, I don't think this thing has a shot of winning Best Picture because I just think it's I, I think it's there's too many things that make you go, mm, well, it's great and it's a fun watch, but uh, we can't we can't reward this, right? Like Maya Rudolph is in it, and do you know who Maya Rudolph is? She's the director's partner slash wife. Oh, so like it's all just incestuous. You know, this guy just went through his directory i mean he looked he looked first he looked to the right of him and said hey you want to be in this movie and she's like yeah sure i think his kids are in it he's like hey let's what's philip seymour hoffman's kid doing you think he want to act yeah let's get him to act right it's like that type of thing um so yeah i i recommend you watch it if you like weird art house movies if you like movies with like a pretty standard like beginning middle and end i you'll probably hate this um because it's is there a so do you have a favorite paul thomas anderson movie Oh, no. Um, okay. I'm I, I'm saying this as I'm trying to remember the list of his movies personally. Um, I, yeah, so I know that he worked what, with I, I know that he worked with Philip Seymour Hoffman a lot. Yeah, so right? here's what you got. Um, so going, like, there will be his, blood is the one that's in my that's in my mind. Yeah, I figured that was gonna be the one. Yeah, yeah. The master was like the big one with uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Okay, yeah. I think most people were disappointed by inherent vice phantom thread that also looked like some super oscar bitty bullshit but the moment yeah. you put in that guy what's his name um daniel day lewis it's like you're that's kind of what you're doing yeah that's what so. there will be blood as well right Is oh he yeah that's there? true he was, Daniel yes he was yeah. you're right yeah yeah but like but like yeah I'm, uh, i just now i always mix that one up with yeah. uh, the other one that came out around the same time the uh, I know what you're the Coen about. Brothers movie. Yeah, yeah, the the one with the guy with the pneumatic tube that he uses a weapon. <laughs> yeah, the guy's like going to drink a milkshake. That guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, no, that there will be blood, right? That's the oil movie. Oh, okay, yeah, that's right. Okay, then yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah, that's the, right the milkshake. Okay, got movie. it. No, okay, the th- other th- there's movie. another one. What is the name of that? No movie? Country for Old Men. No Country yeah, for Old Men. Yeah, yeah, well. I'm with you. I confuse the two as well. Yeah, um, they, because yeah, look, like Punch <laughs> Drunk Love, like you're right. All the movies he makes are kind of these quirky, kind of just like there's not really a story. It's kind of like we're just following like someone in their everyday life, and it just kind of it kind of tells a story through this. But like the Phantom Thread, like he's just kind of it's fine. Like I'd probably say There Will Be Blood or Punch Drunk Love, but like I, I'm not a big f- like it's just it's stuff I would have liked when I was 15 and like oh I'm all about film. But now it's just like man, eh, enough man, entertain me. This is too much too much trying to be an artist but hey yeah. you know so here's the people question like this movie it's got great great reviews so so do you think they should have nominated spider-man for best movie of the year <laughs> oh you haven't seen yes. it have you no but I, but yes i think they should have nominated infinity war for movie for best movie of the year 
Yeah. I think they should have nominated Endgame. I think they should have nominated Black Panther. I think they should nominate, and that's what annoys me, is because there's very clearly a formula on how you make an Oscar-winning movie. And as much as I personally, and I've said on this podcast, I'm not necessarily the giant fan of Marvel movies, to deny that those movies aren't well put together and they don't tell great stories is just being disingenuous. It's not true. I cannot believe Dune was nominated for Best Picture of the Year. That's like yeah. the best example of a movie where it's like, why do you have Best Picture and Best Director? That, to me, should be Best Director, whereas Best Movie, it's not even a complete movie. Like, yeah. how, how can that go there? There's no ending. It's like half a movie. Yeah. yeah. I but can't believe it. And, and look, like, let's be honest. West Side Story? Like, really? Like, really, we're going to nominate West Side Story, like a movie that's been done before and a movie that's already in a play. And it's not really, you know, it's not original, which is fine because a lot of the comic book stuff I'd argue is unoriginal, but it is, though. It's like the West Side Story is literally just Steven Spielberg retelling the story of of this play. And it's fine, but you're going to tell me West Side Story deserves to be nominated over Spider-Man. Like, really? I I, I just don't believe you. Like, that, that. tells me you're what you're looking for in oscar movies will never include the movies that people actually watch yeah and that's kind of a problem and licorice peach is on that list like it's maybe it becomes a cult classic because it's just weird and it's something that you'd watch if you're in film school right like it's a great movie to watch if you're trying to learn how to be a director or a cinematographer looks great the filming's great the acting and stuff is great but the story it's just it's a movie that's used for art school kids so yeah don't look up getting nominated was very surprising. Like of all the movies, that one, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I just don't know. Adam McKay, I think, is now officially in the club. You know, between that, yeah. Vice, um, what was it, the big short? Like he's he's now in the club, which is fine. Not a bad movie. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. No, I enjoyed it as well. So look, I'll, I'll read you the list because I, I do want to go through these. The ceremonies on the 27th. So I got enough time to watch all these movies, right? So, so what's, what's left. left on my list? Belfast, right? Black and white. Eh, it's a tough watch, but you know, I'll, I'll power through it because I'm glad Macbeth isn't on here because I couldn't do it. Um, Drive my Denzel car. Is. Yes. Denzel's in there as as he should be because so I watched okay it. With that. Said, well, because Denzel was great. What he was talking about wasn't. <laughs> okay. Got it. Okay. Just uh, make sure. Drive My Car is on this list. I've heard that that movie is actually pretty good. Uh, Dune, surprisingly, is on my list. I never actually got around to watching that. Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. So I'm going to try to churn through these before the 27th, and I'll have an Oscar review. And then I'll be able to have my pick, right? Before we get to the 27th, I'll have my pick of who I believe uh, should win. Can you do me a favor when you watch Mm -hmm. Dune? Mm -hmm. And it's going to be a little bit, it's a little, you know, it, it requires some effort keep a stopwatch handy mm-hmm. and start recording whenever Rebecca Ferguson is crying. I want a total count of how much of the movie she's crying. in. Okay. I'll try if I remember. You won't, but that's okay. Yes, I won't. But, but it's a good point for me to say, okay, she's crying a bunch. Great. Good to see. Yes. Yeah, she, she cries a lot. Yeah. Um, the only other media therapy thing that I have, and this is going to be on your list is I have purchased horizon forbidden West. Oh, I'm getting it for PS4 because I want to play oh, it. I was trying baby. to wait for PS5, but I'm going to play it. And you know why? Because I looked at the videos online to be like, how bad is the difference of the versions? PS4 version still looks pretty good. It looks it's phenomenal. Not that I, yeah, it's not that I looked at it and go like, oh, look at that. It looks like pixel art versus like high-end 3D. It was like, okay, it's close enough and I really want to play the game. 
So that should be here by next week. I am still playing um, Shimagami Tensei, but I will take a break to go fight mechanical dinosaurs in the Forbidden West. So yeah, but you are playing this game, so I am interested to hear if it's is it kind of just like look, it's more of the same awesome thing before, or are you like, hey, this this game has really changed some things. It's really really awesome. I'm curious. Yeah, so I haven't gotten that far in the game. I think I've only played for like three hours and I've already got distracted by side quests. So I haven't really put too much time into it because by the time it was done installing and then I installed the update and all this other stuff, I only played for like an hour last night. And then um, and then this morning I played a little bit more. But yeah, I haven't necessarily gotten to the part where it really opens up and becomes its own thing because right now it does feel like more Horizon Zero Dawn, which is good because that game is great. Yep. And just being back in that world is awesome. It's just a very cool concept. And yeah, I, I, I'm i enjoying it. It picks up. It's like six months after the first one. It's absolutely gorgeous. Although in defense of the PS4 version, because I believe this game was originally intended to always be on PS4. It wasn't like mm. they downgraded the PS5 version. So that's good. Um, I'm actually playing the game in 30 frames per second to play a 4k because i tried the high frame uh, the 60 frames per second mode mm. and i was just like i actually think i prefer it running a little slower because it makes it feel more cinematic which is interesting huh. yeah um but the game itself is still gorgeous and a lot of that is due to the art style and the design yes. of the world and you don't necessarily need that in 4k 60 well, frames per that's second always the interesting every thing about little technology detail right and, it's always grass. the interesting thing. Art, yeah. the design of your art can out can can out you know can outpace the technology that you need it. Right, like sometimes yeah. you can use really you don't need a bunch of crazy technology and power if your art is really well designed. It's it's one of the dirty secrets of creating things. Like we still make very beautiful things with oil paints. It's you know a lot of people get caught up in well I got to use this latest new thing to make something awesome and it's like no you got to actually have something awesome and then use whatever tool you need for the job. So yeah, it's good. that's good to hear. That makes me very happy that I will still very much enjoy this game because the art style is what's always drawn me to it. I think it's very clever design. Yeah, you'll have so, a good experience yeah. and the world is really cool. And one thing that they do in this that they didn't that I don't remember really happening in the first one is that the way it plays with color and contrast. So like there's a lot more bright reds and vibrancy and and yeah, you're you're going to have uh you're going to have a good time. The thing looks in absolutely amazing. There's probably going to be longer load times, but like I'm watching, I'm watching this video now of uh, side by side comparison, right? And you know, I <laughs> like yeah, one definitely is sharper, so you're going to be playing at yeah. lower resolution. But in the moment, as you're playing it, yeah, I don't. You have a Pro, right? PS4 Pro? No, I've got the regular PS4. Oh, that'll be interesting. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to see. I'm going to see. Yeah, I think, look, at some I point, if fine, I really though. like it, if I really like it, and that's why I was going to buy the Pro, but then the news about the PS5 came out, and I was like, hmm, let me just wait for that. And then apparently it's impossible to find a PS5. So I'm on more lists than I can count. So at some point, a PS5. Oh, so you're trying. You're, you're trying. Oh, I'm trying. I'm on list of the like way... different stores of like, hey, when you get one, can you send me a, can you call me or send me an email or something? And they're like, yeah, yeah, probably June or July. <laughs> yeah. So I'm watching this fight with like the first boss battle. And it's side by side with the PS5, and they're not saying this is PS4 Pro, hmm. so I'm not sure. Yeah, this is, um, yeah, and it, it still looks great. 
like the original still looks great. This game looks great. Like it's really, really yeah. a uh, a cool game. So as far as the gameplay goes, look, it's more of the same. That's not a bad thing. Um, it's an open world, you know, checkbox, checkboxes off. Um, and it's just very well executed. It doesn't really do anything new or different that I've seen yet. But again, if you're playing these games, there's coming a point now where a lot of games just do the same thing. And it's more about the worlds that they exist in, you know, because mechanically speaking, I haven't, there's nothing really different about this than right. I'm getting flashbacks of playing Valhalla. I loved Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, and this is basically like that. I'm leveling up. I'm doing side quests. I'm meeting people. You get a thing. You gather the thing. And then you bring it back to the guy who asked you to gather the thing. So it's a bunch of that. But mm. it's also the only one that does that in the context of here is a post, post-apocalyptic overgrown world, which is absolutely gorgeous. And then you have all of these. What the hell? And then you have all of these old. um what you might call it? You have you have all these robot dinosaurs going around. So, yeah. What the hell? Sorry, I just got a. I just got a um, three hundred dollars from somebody on Venmo. Look at that. Under the terms, under the donation quotes, and I Uh-oh. don't know why. Uh oh. Well, there you go. That tells you it's time to uh, it's time to end the podcast and go investigate where this free money has come from because it sounds like a trap. I can't, dude. He's, <laughs> I'm looking at this guy's backlog and it's just like donation, donation, donation. The guy's just like he's just giving out free out. money. He's just giving out free mo- every day, just giving out money. Uh, this is very weird. So I don't know. There you go. It was oh, weird no, enough to sorry. stop you in your tracks. Look at that. Well, I thought it was worth bringing. Okay, this is weird because it seems like he's paying the same person over and over and over again. Did he just pay you this time by accident? Oh, dude, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, I I'm gonna have to. Uh, uh, he keeps sending this this one person. <laughs> yeah, man, this is very weird. This is very weird. But these are also the only ones that he may publicize. But otherwise, he's just sent a whole bunch of money to these other people. Who the hell are these people? Look at that investigative report. We, we will have an answer for who this is next week. Or not. Or not. I don't know how but I'm ever hoping, find out. But I'm hoping we will. You should. Can you send messages on Venmo and say, hey, man, is this money for me? If so, yeah, thank I'm, you. I'm not sure because it says it's public. But I, I want to. Yeah, I don't know. I. um. <laughs> This is very weird. <laughs> I mean, I'll take the money. You just gave me 300 bucks. It's like, all right, cool. Thanks. Thanks for $300. I don't know why. Um, maybe uh, it, it's probably a trap, right? The guy doesn't have a profile image. It's, uh, it, it's, it's, his, it's a first name, last name, and then 86, which reminds, which tells me that he was born in 1986. <laughs> um, yeah, that, I can't really... I have, I have no explanation for what just happened or why it happened. But hey, man, yeah. look, 300 bucks. If this guy's just Robin Hooding out there. I don't know. I'm sure there's people who use $300 more than I could, but I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take 300 bucks. I don't know sure, who this guy is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What would you do? What would you do in this situation? Uh, I'd let it sit there and wait and see okay. if it's a trap. So I just wouldn't okay. touch well, it for but, a long time. Give it like four, because you don't need it. 
give it until like June. And then explain once the, you get the explain June, the trap thing. Well, I would say if this was again, I've not used Venmo in a long time, so I don't know if you accepting that money into your bank account opens you up to some other type of scam, right? Like Venmo is attached to your bank, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that piles, would be my it just piles concern. onto yeah. your Venmo account. Yeah, so that's why I would just leave it alone. Okay, and yeah, I agree. wait to see what happens because it might just disappear one day because it's a bank error or because it's fraud, right? Because he could be stealing money and moving it around or doing something, right? It just it, no yeah, one's giving anyone take it back. It's only it's right, only but one no way. one's giving. But it might make you complicit if you touch it immediately. So just you can just be like, hey, look, this appeared on my thing. I haven't touched it. I don't know what it's for. Uh, but you know, I'm assuming it's mine now, right? So I would yeah, just wait. It's really bizarre because you can't you can't even say anything. You can only like yeah. and comment, and then the comment is public. Yeah. This so very I mean, you can comment and be like, uh, new phone, who this? <laughs> yeah. Um I'm gonna do that. Let's let's do that. So first <laughs> of all, I could change this and to make that private. And then I'm gonna say I'm gonna go back. Oh wait, hang on. So I could actually do that. And then I could go to here. Make a cut. No, I can't even reply to this thing. Why can't I? Why can't I reply so, to yeah. this? I would just leave it alone, or I start going on the internet and go, "What happens when you receive free money from Venmo?" Let's see what happens when you receive free money on Venmo. Let's see, free money to your Venmo account. Venmo allows you to send money for free to others. What do you put it as? Donation. Receive free yeah. money. Venmo donation. Like, let's see. Yeah, man. It's so weird. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it doesn't actually say anything about this. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, well, I would always is... assume no one ever gives... Have you ever... Has anyone ever handed you $300 and been like, hey, man, it's a Here. donation to you? <laughs> right? No. Like, it's a donation for you, man. And you're like, what is this for? No. It's a donation. Exactly. So why would they do it on Venmo? <laughs> yeah, I... Fucking I know, dude. I don't yeah. know. It's very weird. Yeah, why? Why would you do it on Venmo if you're not willing to do it with cash? Unless you're on a YouTube, you know, you're one of those YouTube bros that like walks around handing away free money. Unless it's that yeah. type of thing. Unless there's a catch where it's like I'm gonna put a camera in your face and go, "Here's three hundred dollars." You'd be like, "Oh man, you changed my life." Um, yeah. but this doesn't seem to be that way, right? People give away free money, but they also want to be recognized for giving away free money. It's a, it's an interesting dynamic there. <laughs> maybe, or the guy's just like, I mean, maybe he just said, "Let's change it up." Let's change it yeah. up and do uh, and do do it this way. So anyway, um, yeah, well, I'll track this down and see what happens. And um, if I don't show up next week, it's because he found his money <laughs> and took it by force. Well, now if you get that $300, <laughs> you can invest it. See if you can turn that $300 into a million. Oh, that would yeah, be the goal. Right? I'm going to buy Take the, that $300. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm going to invest it in the Gumby coin. Yeah, start buying coins and start seeing if you can make that $300 and then document it and make a YouTube channel out of it. And then you become world famous because you're the guy who got a who got a gift, a donation of $300 from Venmo and you turned it into a million dollar empire. Yeah. Have you bought Gumby coin yet? No. <laughs> I've not. Okay. All right, no. cuz maybe that's the move. You just need to buy a lot of Gumby. Well, mm-hmm. how about you send me that free $300 and I'll invest in Gumby coin for you. Oh yeah. All right, this is mine. I, I, I believe I still, I believe I still have a Venmo account. I mean, maybe. I, I, I believe I had one when I lived in San Francisco, and that was now eight years ago. 
We'll just shuffle around this three hundred dollars. Yeah, let's just move it around. Let's just pass it around and see uh, see if we can just make... keep saying donation and then be like, yeah. what's happening? Why? And there's just these guys who keep sending three hundred dollars. Well, you have to see if people keep pass. Like you should say donation. Somebody's going to keep comment. it. In the comment, you should say pass it on. It's good luck to pass it on and see if people pass it on. That's a good idea. Yeah, if if not, it's like the monkey paw, right? Like when the fist closes, it's over. The world ends. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right. <laughs> that made no sense, but you just you just co-opted. Is that, yeah, wait, sure. is that what actually happened? I don't know the I know the monkey paw wish. Right, thing. you get five wishes because the monkeys have five fingers, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what happens? And then each time is you make really a wish, what happens the at the end? Closes? Yeah, I think at the end, like the world ends. I think. I thought it's just like a bunch of misfortune for that person. It's like the the, the yeah, monkey paw. Yeah, the effect. world ends. Yeah, the world ends for you. <laughs> All right, now we get it. I'm gonna find out what happens at the end of the monkey paw, and then let's yeah. see here. I the guess the guy just paw dies. Is a, it's a, it's a short story from uh, from 1902. Mm-hmm. So yeah, classic yeah. three wishes story that doubles as a horror story and a cautionary tale, reminding us that unintended consequences often accompany the best intentions. So yeah, oh. so it's like yeah, I want to make a wish. So like the monkey paw, right? You're like, hey, I want to have a million dollars, and then the finger closes, but then you find out that you've like stolen that a million dollars is like from like taking away from like children in Africa, and so now like they're like, oh, millions of children in Africa have died because the million dollars in this fund have disappeared unex- unexplicably. And then you're like, oh god, yeah. that's the monkey paw that did it. Yeah, I think it's just the end of your wishes. I don't think the I don't think there's greater like worldly consequences. The whole <laughs> you, thing you mean the monkey doesn't claws the fist and then punches you in the face? <laughs> no, I mean like the, the 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 thing doesn't close the fist and then the world ends. That's not part yeah. of it. Yeah. It's more yeah. like misfortune for the for the person itself. Oh, that's weird though. The monkey paws are real creepy. Like if you go to Google Images, like people are showing you little monkey paws. It's yeah. Nope, monkey hands are weird. That. They're weird. Weird, sure is. All right, well, I'm gonna go play hockey. <laughs> Alrighty, <laughs> look at that about a one hour episode. Uh, you know, subscribe, like, review, all that stuff. And till next week, let me know if you sent me $300 and why. This podcast is over. <laughs>